everybody. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? It's me again. It's Russell Mills. Um, today's Saturday, um, July 28th, 2018, end of the month. Uh, made a video last night, um, basically because I'm ranting, because this, because when I speak about issues with us as uh, quote-unquote African-Americans, as quote-unquote so-called black people, I get mad because the fact is we don't know our history. And um, I'm going to go into, as I wrote some notes about the Negro League history, the Negro League baseball. Uh, so I'm going to read, I wrote down some stuff. And I'm going to say this to black people before I, I, I do what I do, where I write, where I have my, where I wrote down some stuff. I'm going to say this to us. We need to know who we are. Okay, first and foremost, I get, I get pissed at us because first and foremost, um, we, some of us choose to know who we are. And some choose not to. Some choose to stay ignorant. Some choose to say um, foolish. Because we're the only race that is very confused and don't know who we are. And we try to call each other mixed Israelites. We're we're African. We're non-African. We're this. We're black. It's like we don't even know who we are. I, I did a video not that long ago called like who are we as black people you know what i'm saying because we've been so confused over the years okay and it's very very sickening how america has twisted our history so that's why i'm trying to learn about certain history that has happened to us because the bottom line is the white man has tangled up our history in many uh, ways, shapes, or forms about it. And, and I'm not happy about that. And I'm sure other black people aren't happy about us because they talk about slavery and we were enslaved and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying we weren't because obviously we weren't history, but that's what they focus on. Maybe a lot of people focus on that. But um, this segment of my channel, I wanted to read some stuff um, about the Negro uh, League Baseball. So uh, bear with me, everybody. You know, obviously, recording myself to try to get to YouTube, like I usually do. But um, let me just read if I can. The Negro Leagues were the United States Professional Baseball Leagues uh, comprising teams predominantly made up of the African-Americans and to the lesser extent, Latin Americans. The term may be used broadly to include professional black uh, teams outside of the league, and it may be used narrowly for the several relatively successful leagues beginning in 1920 that are sometimes termed Negro Major Leagues. In 1885, Cuban Giants formed the first black professional baseball team. The first league, the National Colored Baseball League, was organized strictly as a minor league, but failed in 1887. After only two weeks owning to low attendance, the Negro American League of 1951 is considered the last major league season and last professional club. The Indianapolis Clowns operated as a humorous sideshow, you know, uh, from from the mid-1960s to the 1980s. 
This is because blacks were not being accepted into the major and minor league baseball due to the racism in the United States. They formed their own teams and had made professional teams by the 1880s. This is the first known baseball game between two black teams were held on November 15, 1859 in New York City. The Henson Ball Club of Jamaica, Queens defeat the unknown of the Weeksville, Brooklyn, 54 to 43. This is immediately after the end of the American Civil War in 1865 and during the Reconstruction period that followed a black baseball scene formed in the East and Mid-Atlantic states comprising mainly ex-soldiers and promoted by some well-known black officers. Teams such as the Jamaican Monitor uh, Club, Albany Bachelors, Philadelphia Excelsiores, and Chicago Uniques started playing each other and other teams that would play against them. By the end of the 1860s, the black baseball mecca was Philadelphia, which had which had an African-American population of 22,000. Two former cricket players, James H. Francis and Francis Wood formed the, um, if I'm saying this wrong, Python Baseball uh, Club. They played in Camden, New Jersey at the landing of the Federal Street Ferry because it was difficult to get permits for black baseball games in the city. Octavius Cattle, the promoter of the uh, Pythons, decided to apply for membership in the National Association of Baseball Players. Normally a matter of sending delegates to the annual convention. Beyond that is formality. At the end of the 1867 season, the National Association of Baseball Players voted to exclude any club with a black player. In some ways, Black ball thrived under segregation with the few black teams of the day playing not only each other, but the white teams as well. Black teams earned the bulk of their income playing white independent semi-pro clubs. Baseball featuring African-American players became uh, professionalized by the 1870s. The first known professional black baseball player was Bud Fowler, who appeared in a handful of games with the Chelsea Massachusetts Club in April of 1878 and and, and then pitched for the Lynn Massachusetts team in the International Association. Moses Fleetwood Walker and his brother uh, Weldell well, day, uh, Wilberforce Walker was the first two black players in the major league. They both played from, for the 1884 Toledo Blue Stockings in the American Association. Then in 1886, second baseman Frank Grant. Did I, uh, actually, okay. Um, going to read a little bit more. Um, just have to check on my notes. And uh, and it's funny because I, I live in the state of Massachusetts, so there's talking about Chelsea, Mass, and Lynn, Mass. So, um, 
and I was uh, I wrote something down. John W. Bud Fowler, Fowler, excuse me. He was born March 16th, 1858, and uh, he died February 26, 1913. He was uh, 54 years old. He was an African American baseball player, field manager, and the club organization club organizer. He's the earliest known African American player in the organized professional baseball that is that is the major league and affiliated minor league. So I didn't know that. But this is why I, I tell everybody and um, I believe I said, uh, there was a gentleman by the name Octavius uh, Valentin Cottle. He was born February 22nd, 1839. He died October 10th, 1871. He was age 32. He was a black educator, intellectual, and civil rights activist in Philadelphia. He became principal of the male students at the Institution for Colored Youth, where he had also been educated. Born in Charleston, uh, South Carolina, and a predominantly mixed race family. So, um, another thing I was I was uh, writing down too, um, Indianapolis Clowns. It says Indianapolis Clowns were a professional baseball team in the Negro League, tracing their origins back to the 1930s. The Clowns were the last of the Negro teams to disband, continuing to play exhibition games into the 1980s. Hank Aaron was a clown for a short period. And the Clowns were also one of the first professional baseball teams to hire a female player. Okay, this is the International Association of Professional Baseball Play- Players was the name for the two separate uh, Canadian-American baseball leagues that operated from 1877 through 1880 and also from 1888 until 1890. Some baseball historians consider the International Association for the first minor league. Other points out that the league was uh, conceived as a rival to the National League, now thought of the sole major league of the era. So, um... And another person that um, I want to um, talk about for a quick minute because um, his name was Josh Gibson. He was, uh, they consider him the Black Babe Ruth. Um, you know, he was, Josh Gibson was born December 21st, 1911. He was born in Georgia. He died January 20th, 1947. He was only 35 years old when he died. That's so young. That is so young. Um, So uh, he was an American Negro League baseball catcher. Baseball historians consider Gibson to be the the very best power hitter and catcher in the history of any league, including Major League Baseball. In 1972, he became the second Negro League player to be inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Gibson played for the Homestead Grace from 1930 to 1931, moved to the Pittsburgh Crawfords from 1932 to 1936, and returned to the Grace from 1937 to 1939, and 1942 to 1946. So like I said, they call him the Black Babe Ruth. But see, let me tell you something, brothers. 
American sisters over here. I make these videos because I want to learn for myself. Okay. And a lot of us aren't taking the time to learn. You know what I'm saying? We're too busy acting like fools. History is so important because if you know your history, you're going to know a little bit more about who you are. Am I going to sit back here on this on this camera and say, oh, I know everything about myself. I know everything about history. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a fool like that to act like, yeah, I know it. I know it all. I don't know a lot. I'm trying to learn. This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to learn who I am, learn about my people. So that's why I get on our people. Because sometimes we act like we're we're foolish, okay? And we act like we're dumb people and we act like we just don't care about who we are. And it's like just reading some of this stuff, me not knowing some of this stuff, okay? Because I didn't always pay attention in school and, I, and, and, and sometimes they don't teach they don't supposed to teach everything in school for you because if they do that, then you become a woke black person. And so the school systems, they're not gonna allow a lot of woke black children, okay? Because they, you know, they want children to be lost anyway, especially our, <laughs> our race, okay? Trust me on that. Um, so that's why me, I like to learn and I want to teach this to my son eventually and uh, get him as he gets older to know more about himself because he's going to have a hard time and I know this. But at the end of the day, we have to make sure we teach our children the right way and know about our history because we are the only race that doesn't know a lot about our history, okay? And that's what pisses me off when sometimes when I when people may say, oh, you're attacking a black man, attacking a black woman. Yeah, I am. Because the fact is we don't care about each other and we don't care about building. So, yeah, I do attack and, and, and black people want to be predominantly white anyway, deep down inside. They want us to be they want to be white. You know what I mean? Instead of coming together. You know what I'm saying? Like they formed the baseball team back in the day where they came together. Okay. Even during those times of racial, you know, times where it was really harder on us. But some people came together and tried to overcome those adversities. Not saying we don't do that today. Because some of us have, but some of us still, we're still a long way from it. But... It does, it does frustrate me. And a lot of you black people, I'm gonna say this kid up, a lot of you black people that are poisonous to the black community that don't wanna help, you need to be shot dead in your head or you know, taken off this planet. Because you're not helping your, yourself and you're not helping other, other, other brothers and sisters that look like you, okay? With your skin tone, none. It's disgusting. So I'm going to say this to, to any of you folks out there. If you want to uh, watch my videos, that's fine. But you would have to type in Russell Mills, R-U-S-S-E-L-L-M-I-L-L-S, uh, May 22nd, 2017, which was my first video called Why Black People Settle for Less. But I want to say any, uh, thank you to anybody that's watched any of my videos. Take the time to... Um, you know, spread the word, you know what I mean? Because 
we didn't have this years ago where we could talk to the public and see if it, you know, if your, your video gets uploaded or not. But I just want to say thank you to anybody that's watched my videos. Have a good night. Take care. Bye.